This is The Defrag, I'm Christopher Lawson. Whenever a new creative work is developed, whether it's a logo designed by an artist, whether it's a photograph, or perhaps a script for a film, the person who created it usually owns the copyright in the work. It's what prevents people from stealing that work, claiming it as their own, and then selling it. But what happens if a computer, an artificial intelligence algorithm, actually generates that work? Who owns the copyright? Earlier this month, the US Copyright Review Board rejected an appeal for the second time to register an artwork created by an AI. Stephen Thaler, a developer who created an AI model dubbed Creativity Machine, had used the AI to create a piece of artwork called A Recent Entrance to Paradise. And to describe the work, it looks like some railway tracks heading into a tunnel made of greenery and other shrubs. It's a bit ethereal and in many ways kind of beautiful. Back in November of 2018, Thaler applied to receive copyright in the work. He suggested that the AI was under a work-for-hire arrangement. He created the AI and the AI was working for him, so therefore he should receive copyright. However, he was refused registration because the artwork didn't have human authorship. Thaler appealed the decision on the grounds that the human authorship requirement was unconstitutional, and the decision was upheld because Thaler had provided no evidence of sufficient creative input. That led to the second appeal, which was in many ways similar to the first and just advanced some of the arguments. And this month, Thaler's appeal was rejected. So is it actually possible to own copyright that was generated by an AI? Well, it depends on where you live. I should say that different countries take different views on this. It's one of those new and emerging issues in copyright law. This is Kimberly Wetherill, a professor of law at the University of Sydney and a researcher with the ARC Centre of Excellence for Automated Decision Making and Society. Um, Traditionally, of course, copyright law has looked to protect the rights of the author. the human creator of a work. Um, In Australia, I think it's relatively clear that human authorship is still the law of the land here. So we we expect there to be a human author. Um, There are countries where the copyright law has said, effectively, if something is produced by a computer system, then it's the person who sets that in motion, who, you know, is operating the computer system that will own copyright. Um, but but Australian law would say if if there if there isn't a human author if it's not human creativity that we're seeing um, then there is no copyright so there's nothing to own it's just public domain work you know, if something isn't protected by copyright it's in the public domain that means that anyone can copy it reproduce it communicate it to the public. What are the usual conditions that are required to actually create copyright? Look, there's there's a bunch of conditions, but there are two key ones. One is that it's the kind of thing copyright protects. So it's a work of art, it's a work of text, it's a piece of music. Um, And the second one is that it's an original work falling into one of those categories. Um, So it needs to be, and originality means it has to have authorship. And as I said, that has to have human authorship. Now, we don't need a massively high level of creativity. We're not looking for works of genius. We're just looking for works where there's been, you know, a human choice, human intellectual contribution um, being made, and that's what gives rise to copyright. You know, what sort of defines human 
authorship? Is there a particular level of input that a human has to provide to the work? There's 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 a lot of different points. You could it, this is not a binary thing, is it? Right. So you could have me typing away a poem on using Word on my computer. The computer in that case is really it's truly just a tool. Um, but it's my creativity that's coming through in the words. I'm choosing the words. I'm choosing the, you know, how it all flows together. So that's an obvious case where there's authorship um, and human authorship. And then, at, you know, somewhere in between you've got, you know, perhaps a, a human being setting a system in play which is then going to generate new works. While Australia and the United States have clearly decided that humans need to be involved in the creation process, the UK has taken a different path. In the UK, computer-generated work with no human creator can be protected, with the author being the person who made the arrangements for the creation of the work. And it might surprise you to know that this law has been around since the late 80s. The UK wanted to be a leader in AI and were hoping that other countries would follow suit. But very few countries decided to implement similar legislation. So in countries like Australia, the courts are left to decide whether or not human authorship is involved in the creation of a work. You know, we had a case a few years ago, um, the Telstra and Phone Directories case, where the full federal court um, ruled that where human beings were kind of entering data into a, into a computer system, but that computer system was the thing that actually generated the final output. In that case, it was a phone book. Um, and the humans didn't really have any real hand in determining what the phone book looked like when it came out, was so fixed by the rules. They said that wasn't sufficient human creativity. So if you then go to the next step and say, well, this is there's there's some sort of artificial intelligence being involved, you know, if it is truly the the entity that is generating all of the aspects of the work, all the words or all the musical notes, then you're going to have trouble showing that there's human authorship. So given that countries like Australia have not created specific legislation around the use of artificial intelligence systems and the works that they create, does current legislation adequately cover this new realm where artificial intelligence systems can form a significant part of the creation process? That's coming up after this short break. If you're enjoying this episode of The Defrag and you want to support the work that we're doing, head on over to our website, thedefrag.com, and become a Defrag member. You can get an ad-free version of the podcast, a sticker pack, a regular newsletter, and discounts to our merch. Plus, there's a number of other perks depending on your membership level. Becoming a member is really the best way to support the show. It empowers us to produce independent journalism and gives you the best of the podcast without all the noise. So head on over to our website, thedefrag.com, and become a member today. AI is playing a greater role in the creative process. 
Whether it's AI systems forming part of the software that we use to actually make creative works, or whether it's a system designed to create entirely on its own. And with this evolution in the creative process, we need to ask whether existing legislation adequately covers these digital works, or whether countries like the US and Australia need specific laws for AI like exist in the UK. So, so you have to kind of take a step back and say, do we need the incentive of copyright in the outputs to encourage people to write the sorts of AIs that we want or, you know, or invest in AI in the ways that we want? And I think, I think that's an unanswered question right now. I don't think anyone has really decided, do we need this kind of incentive for the, the new kinds of creativity that are emerging or, or should we do something different? You know, copyright is very much designed around a sort of vision of human beings. We say you get, you know, copyright in, in the, these objects that humans create and that copyright lasts for the life of that author plus 70 years. Again, you know, if an AI is the author, what does that mean? <laughs> What's the life of an AI? Is it five years? I don't know. Or is it just continual? So Sure. And I'm sure it gets more complex, like the closer that it gets to, you know, the idea of like a singularity in, in AI where the artificial AI general just, intelligence and yes. then we give moral rights to AI and then obviously we have to recognize their creativity. But again, you know, we could we could design new systems for that. We could design different incentives for that. Whether you have to put it all into the copyright system is I, I, don't, I don't know that that case has been proved. Ultimately, this discussion is about human creativity. What is considered a creative work? And is being the designer of an automated system enough? Is that enough creativity to be able to claim ownership over the work that's created? But, you know, it, it's also true that we just haven't had the argument in front of the courts. And... It's entirely possible that courts will kind of end up finding differently for different kinds of AI systems on a case-by-case basis. Whether we'll ever get that case law in Australia, I don't know. We don't have lots and lots of copyright litigation in Australia. Did, is there is there like a percentage of human authorship that's required or is that just really determined on a case-by-case basis by the courts? Oh, no court's ever been silly enough to try and put a number on it. And I don't even know, and I don't even know how you would measure it. Right? What, like, what counts as human creativity? I mean, in the end, what what a, what a court looks at is the evidence that's put to it about the degree of human involvement. There are different ways that you can present and frame, like the level of human involvement. But you know, I do come back to if it really is just someone sets a system going and it's spitting out endless <laughs> new or boring artworks well you know or just new artworks do we really need you know a hundred plus years of protection for every one of those artworks it just that seems a bit of a nonsense to me Also in the news today, 
LG has announced that they are closing their solar manufacturing business. In a decision approved by the board this week, LG says a number of uncertainties in solar are making the business difficult to operate. In particular, LG cited price competition and rising material costs as part of the reason for the closure. LG will keep making panels until later this year to support any future service issues. The company will now focus on its technology and display business. Kimball Musk, brother of Elon Musk and a Tesla board member, says that Tesla was very ignorant of the environmental impact of Bitcoin when it decided to purchase $1.5 billion worth of the currency last year. In an interview with TechCrunch, Musk says the company had no idea of the environmental problems and only found out after the Bitcoin purchase when they received probably a million messages about the issue. Musk says that he loves cryptocurrencies, but the environmental impact needs to be addressed. And as feared, Russia's war on Ukraine is escalating with Vladimir Putin today announcing a special military operation. Putin has said that he is aiming for the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine. He's calling for Ukrainian soldiers to put down their weapons and warns that anyone trying to interfere with Russia's troops must know that Russia's response will be immediate and will lead to such consequences as you have never before experienced in your history. US President Joe Biden has said that Vladimir Putin is choosing a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life. Biden also says that the US will be working with NATO to coordinate a response. Defrag is a production of Lawson Media. The show today was hosted and produced by me, Christopher Lawson. James Parkinson is one of our producers. If you love what we're doing, please share it with a friend. We'd love to tell more people about the show and consider joining our Discord. The link is in the episode show notes. That's all we have for today. We'll be back with more tomorrow.